All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. There are some things that you should definitely read online. For everything else, there's the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Good morning, I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything you need to know on the 25th of April. In the major news back home, two potential bidders, Suraksha Asset Reconstruction Company and NBCC, have submitted final resolution plans in the second round of insolvency proceedings for JP Infratech. That's according to two people who spoke to Bloomberg Quint and asked to remain unnamed. A third interested party, that's Adani Infrastructure and Developers, which had submitted a late expression of interest for JP Infratech this month, was not allowed to submit a final resolution plan. Banks will now have to disclose exposure to ILNFS Group. The Reserve Bank of India has directed banks to disclose loans to the group that are overdue in their notes to accounts. The directive followed an order by the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal in February that had asked banks to not tag loans to ILNFS and its group companies as NPAs without the court's permission. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has barred Hotel Leela Venture from selling its four hotels and other assets to Canadian investment fund Brookfield Asset Management. Now, Lika Baron, Vijay Malia's lawyer, Amit Desai, has challenged the constitutional validity of the Fugitive Economic Offenders Act in the Bombay High Court. Desai argued in court that confiscating Malia's properties under the FEO Act is like awarding an economic death penalty to him. In major earnings, Bharti Infratel fell short of analysts' estimates on net profit. The company's bottom line fell 6% sequentially to 608 crore rupees compared with a consensus estimate of 651 crore. India Bull's housing finance also missed the mark. Net profit fell 7% on a year-on-year basis to just about 1,000 crore rupees. Analysts had pegged it at 1,183 crore rupees. In international news, oil futures paused their march higher after a surprisingly big jump in US crude inventories came to light. This, however, was tempered by the 10th consecutive drawdown for petrol supplies and a ramp-up in refinery activity in the United States. Remember, geopolitical uncertainty, the latest emerging from Iran, has pushed oil to its highest price in over six months. As of this morning, Brent crude was trading 0.2% lower at $74.39 a barrel. A week after Indonesia's election, the nation remains deeply divided with both candidates continuing to claim victory, prompting the authorities to warn against public displays of discord. President Joko Widodo and challenger Prabowo Subianto both said that they have won the election, even though a dozen unofficial quick counts showed Widodo beating his rival by a margin of almost 10 percentage points. In international markets, U.S. equities edged lower as investors assessed corporate earnings and economic data. Treasuries joined a global rally in sovereign bonds and the dollar extended its rally to a four-month high. The three major averages in the U.S. ended lower by 0.2% each. In Asia this morning, it's a bit of a mixed start with the Nikkei and the Kospi heading in different directions. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. 
Morning Darshan, how are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. We are in the midst of the earnings season. Three big nifty companies will come out with numbers today and all from different sectors. So Access Bank, Maruti Suzuki and Tata Steel will report numbers today. Among the smaller companies, there is Aditya Birla Money, Biocon, Scient, GHCL, MCX, Rallis, SBI Life Insurance, Went and India Bulls Ventures. In terms of numbers announced, Bharti Airtel disappointed. Revenues were down 1%, profit was down 6%, EBITDA was up 1.5%. The lower revenue was due to the tenancy exits and finance income weighed in on the fourth quarter numbers. Tenancy exits spiked 60% quarter-on-quarter, while tenancy additions were down 11% quarter-on-quarter. CLSA has downgraded the stock to a sell from an outperform and cut the target price to 285. India Bulls Housing Finance also not the best set of numbers. The NII was down 1%, profit was down 7%. The asset quality weakened with the rise in NPAs. The pickup was seen in disbursement, but growth was still weak. Disbursement on a year-on-year basis were down 60%, with the loan book dropping almost 17% YOY. Now, what do you watch out? What's the commentary on the merger with Lakshmi Vilas Bank and the banking license? for the stock going ahead. M&M Financial strong set of numbers, NII up 27%, profit up 87%. The asset quality improvement led to an earnings speed this time around. The disbursement points to a slowdown and a cautious stance in the sector. The management is confident of delivering meaningful higher growth than the industry. ICICI Prudential Life Insurance, mixed set of numbers. The VNB growth lagged due to weak premium growth and flattish margins. The premium growth was up 11% with the persistency ratio of 86%. Protection contribution increased and remains a focus area. And the management indicated an aspiration to double VNB in the next 3-4 to four years. Sinjin also decent set of numbers. Revenues up 30%, profit up 18%. EBITDA was up 71%. The Discovery Science Services and Development Services segment led the revenue growth this time around. Among other numbers, Sriram City Union Finance, uh, NII was up 10%, profit was up 11% because of an exceptional last time around, but the numbers were slightly below what the street was anticipating and the miss was driven mainly on account of higher provisioning. Even the cost to income ratio came down to 39% from 40% in the last quarter. Agrotech Foods revenues were down 7%, EBITDA was down 7%, so operationally weak set of numbers. The profit, however, was up 11% on account of of higher other income. The other stocks you need to watch out for some of the banks because the RBI has asked banks to disclose exposure to ILNFS accounts separately. IPCA Labs will acquire 100% stakes in Ramdev Chemicals for 108 crores and India Bulls Real Estate has clarified among the news in terms of stake sale. They are saying that they are engaged in the business reorganization exercise for quite some time in the past. But there is much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombuckquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan and thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.